right, everyone, welcome to the newest episode of Heal Thyself. As always, thank you for joining the show and taking the time out of your day. If you are watching on YouTube, guess what? The set is very different than it was before because we got a brand new set and we are celebrating the new year and the change and evolution of the show with a new set. So I got my comfy couch here. That's from Helix, and we got some beautiful photos. We have an amazing moss wall behind me uh, with different colors, a little psychedelic look, and we got the Heal Thyself logo. But for me, it was important to shift into a new space in order to allow more space to have better communication for you all, right? So what I found as we evolved is that um, sitting upright and uh, on chairs with a table was making me feel very sterile. Hopefully, the opening of the couch here is allowing better conversation flow, more comforting conversation. But this is a microcosm of so much of life. As we evolve, everything is okay, right? When we first started the show, it was great. It served its purpose. It was beautiful. I was inspired. We had amazing, amazing conversations with amazing guests. I put a lot of heart into many knowledge bombs in that old set. But through evolution, now we are honoring better what is a reflection of this show and me, the host. So my hope is that you all can be inspired by the evolution of this set as being symbolic of allowing evolution into your own life and allowing evolution for growth and allowing evolution for you to embody really what serves you and what feels good in your body. And for me, right now what feels good is a damn couch, some blankets, some pillows. We have a beautiful fluorite crystal uh, of different colors. And there you go. So welcome to the new improved Heal Thyself. And as always, I give you so much love and gratitude for taking the time out of your day. And man, am I excited about our first guest on this new set. It is my close friend, Blue. And Blue is one of the uh, few people that I've met in my life who really is embodied. And I talk about authenticity so much on this show. What does it mean to remove the fear that you learn in school and society and uh, through parental programming, whatever it is, that is holding you back from being your highest, most authentic self, right? And feeling good in that uniqueness and weirdness or whatever you want to call it. And she's one of the people who I've met who really is just like, forget what people think. I am living without fear and I am living in the love that is me. So she is really, really going to dive in on topics like authenticity, living in that uniqueness, how she does it, uh, devotion, ritual practices. And then she's a student of the Gene Keys, which is a really fantastic technology that gives you more insight into the parts of your life which you can work on that really need nurturing and the parts of your life which can really be a catalyst to massive change and why you're here. So she has my Gene Key results, the test that I took in the past, and she's going to read through it so you all get a better understanding how it looks for me, and then maybe we can take the test for ourselves. You know, skincare isn't just about looking good, right? A lot of us want to look good, but it's not just about looking good. It's about nurturing your skin and being well-balanced from the inside out. And, you know, this world is flooded with a bunch of harsh chemicals that are really insulting our skin, our barrier. And you want something truly effective that is safe. Alitura is one of the best in the game. If you never heard of Alitura, you just think of, you might've seen some uh, black bottles with gold writing on it. It's one of the best. And they're always at health events and people are loving them. And their quality 
Alitara Naturals has crafted a serum that is not only safe, but also incredibly effective. Listen, a lot of you ask me where I get my glow from. This is a huge part of the equation. Their gold serum isn't just another skincare product. It's a testament to the power of natural healing and a commitment to holistic health. It uses organic ingredients like jojoba, olive, rosehip oils, and the gold serum is made organically with plant-derived vitamin A, not synthetic stuff, not that nasty stuff that you're getting in a lot of these over-the-counter products. GHKCU and marine collagen to revitalize your skin. Alitura Naturals has been using the best ingredients in their products for years. They've been pioneering the path for what truly transformed skin should be. So if you're ready to take control of your skin health and experience the pinnacle of natural beauty, I highly recommend checking out Alituria Naturals. For a limited time, you, the Heal Thyself listener, will enjoy the exclusive discount, just the Heal Thyself discount, only for you. That's 20% off of this gold serum. Go to alitura.com and use the code DRG for 20% off. That's A-L-I-T-U-R-A.com and get that 20% discount. It's amazing stuff. I use it every night before bed and I'm telling you, I'm on fire with my skin in a good way. Check it out. All right, let's face it. With all the toxins we're exposed to nowadays with processed foods, pollutants, and even stress, our poor livers have been working overtime. If you've been feeling sluggish, bloated, or just overall rundown, it may be time to give your hardworking liver some extra love and support. That is where Organifi's Liver Detox comes in. This convenient little capsule contains a powerhouse blend of clinically studied superfoods. This convenient little capsule contains a powerhouse blend of clinically studied superfood ingredients specifically designed to remove excess toxins and improve digestion, promote healthier energy levels, and just overall liver health. Now, one of the key ingredients is artichoke leaf extract, which has been clinically proven to help detoxify the liver and digestive tract. Then you got the all-star liver protector. You heard of it, milk thistle, an herb that has been used for centuries to give your liver a big old hug. That's not all. Organifi's liver detox also contains dandelion root, one of my favorite ones of all time, which is loaded with vitamins and minerals to promote healthy liver function and digestion. And finally, Trafalia, an ancient Ayurvedic formula packed with antioxidants that has been traditionally used as a powerful liver tonic, one of my favorite ones too. So whether you're dealing with sluggish digestion, low energy, or just want to give your body's main detox engine a little extra love, Organifi's Liver Detox has your back. Just take one to three capsules at any point during the day to start supporting your liver's natural detox pathways. All of us need to be supporting our liver. If you want to experience the energy-boosting, liver-supporting effects of this fantastic formula, head to OrganifiShop.com and use the code DRG for 20% off. That is O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I Shop.com slash DRG. My friend Blue is here. Not very far. She lives right in the same area that I do. But when we cross paths, I found someone who is really embodied in the way that she can teach the deepest parts of us, the spirituality, showing up, but then infuse that with personality and love and play and jokes and humor. And the way that she weaves them both and shows up in the world is one of the most incredible talents that I've ever seen. And I, myself, inspire so much to be like her. So Blue is on the show. She is a podcaster. She has the Deja Blue podcast, which I have been on. Many of you have listened to. And she's the founder of Fluorescence. That is a women's mystery school, Mystery school, which I'm going to find out what the mystery is. <laughs> and she's a student, a student of the Gene Keys. And uh, the Gene Keys is a very particular... Uh, program and system where we can find out much about our life paths. And guess what? She's got my gene key right next to her. So she's going to be reading about my life paths. So y'all got to know me a little bit better too. 
It's well, like holding a magical crystal ball into your life. Into my life. And also, she has an amazing accent. So here we go. Blue is here. <laughs> Yay! Welcome to our new set. First I, guest. I feel so profoundly honored that yeah. I am the first guest on your new set. Yeah. And this incredible wall with your, the name of your podcast, it's your psychedelic moss. And you're wearing an earring and a kimono today. Oh, let me tell you something. <laughs> This is the first show I'm like, forget it, I'm just gonna wear a kimono. And then I was like putting on my kimono and I was like, forget it, I'm just gonna put on my dangly empowered golden earring that, you know, really puts me in my authenticity. Um, and and I, I realized it was like, it wasn't just a celebration of authenticity for my first show, it was the permission of knowing that my friend, who, re who literally embodies that, gave me without you even knowing. No. Once I saw, once I saw okay, here at 2 o'clock she's going to be here, we're going to do this. And uh, I'm so excited. That's the greatest gift to know that just knowing that we're going to hang out and your thought pattern just shifts a degree to the right to go, you know what, I'm actually going to be a little bit more of myself right now. Right. What an amazing gift right. that a friendship or an individual that is just allowing themselves to be embodied gives to others without even realizing unconsciously mm -hmm. the power of us claiming a deeper level of ourselves, the, the gift that it gives to other people to go, you know what, I'm going to wear my colorful kimono today because I get to be a little bit more about myself when I'm around this person. What, but that's the gift, right? When you can embody yourself. So there's so many people who, who uh, always ask, hey, Dr. G, like, why am I so scared to be me? Mm. Why are we so scared to be us? Mm. What's holding us back from that authenticity? Mm. I mean... There can be many, many different things based on this, the unique circumstance, but mostly because if you just look at the way that the majority of our educational system is based off of the same grading scale. You get put in a classroom and you're all graded from the same scale and then placed whether you're a successful student or a, a not successful student based off of this one test that everyone takes is the same. Mm -hmm. We're all conditioned and programmed to fit into an ice cube tray of humanity. And when, when you're a little bit different, you get ostracized and jeered at and, and joked at so that any expression that's just a little bit different gets shut down. And, and the creative process or the, the, the process of sharing ourselves is as delicate as a flower opening. It needs the right amount of sunlight and the right amount of soil and the right amount of um, water for it to be able to bloom properly. But if there's too much water thrown on it in its early stages, it will not fully bloom. Mm -hmm. However, if a flower is not fully bloomed, then it can't share its fragrance with the world. Mm -hmm. So it's so important that we recognize that our uniqueness is our power. Our uniqueness is our magnetic pull for the people around us. However, there's a lot of fear that's created because for the most part, we got pushed through an education system that promoted sameness at all degrees. And if you didn't fit in, then you were on the outside. Mm. But actually, the new cool is on the outside. When you're scribbling outside the lines, that is actually the fun place to be. And so when you dress up and you give yourself full permission and it, you know, and you're at a party and you walk down the stairs wearing something like, like sparkly and you're like, oh, I'm here, da, 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 and everyone gets lit up and their faces all smile and, yeah. and the sun starts like being lit in the space. It's because you gave yourself permission to scribble outside the lines. Hell yeah. It's refreshing. Oh my God, it feels so good. And, and what I found is that my self-expression is most easy, of course, around people who I know it's safe around, mm -hmm. people like you. What I found is the difficulty is like when I'm outside of that, right? Let's say in a non a public place where I don't know anyone or in a workplace where I, I know everyone, but still 
it's really difficult sometimes, mm. right? I actually had this the other day. We were on a flight to Montana. I bought this incredible coat from Etsy. Oh, tell me more about it. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful, handmade, custom coat from a Turkish artist that is super out there. Like, I look like, I'll just a little Mrs. Claus. Like, it, like you know, like, um, like a, a faux fur around the, the wrist, around the side, and it was all hand-sewn, and it's like all these bright colors. Mm. And I'm getting on this tiny plane going to Montana, right? So, and I'm wearing this outrageous coat to the point where, like, the fur is, like, fluffing people in the face while I'm, like, moving down the aisle, you know? And I, like, get up to go to the bathroom here, and I'm just like, would you like me to hold your coat? <laughs> I was like, no, I'm going to wear it, you know? But there was a part of me that was like, is this too much? Is this actually a little bit too much because I wasn't the dominating frequency anymore. And what I mean by dominating frequency is when you go into a room full of people that are also unapologetically unique, you're all the dominating frequency. So when someone walks in with sneakers and a Gap hoodie, they feel a little bit out of place. Mm -hmm. But you place the majority of people wearing jeans and a hoodie and then you're wearing a Mrs. Claus coat from Etsy, all of a sudden not the dominating frequency anymore. So it's not as easy, but that's where the work happens because it's an invitation of going, hey, what part of myself am I not giving permission to fully claim my uniqueness as my power in this moment? Because mm. it's easy when everyone else is doing it. But yeah. when everyone else is not doing it, can you stay authentic to what lights you up on the inside out? Ooh, and, and that's an uncomfortable feeling, but empowering at the same time because you're like, I'm doing this. Exactly. I remember I wore my first outrageous kimono and crazy whatever headpiece that I was wearing. <laughs> like on my morning walk in like at like 8 a.m., you know, like totally like, what, what are you doing? It's not even like midday and certainly not nighttime outfits where you could wear more outrageous stuff. That's a story. Yeah. But like walking around and I was like, oh, what am I doing? Maybe I should just put on a hoodie and some earth tones. <laughs> but, but walking through, I was like, nah, fuck it. Yeah. I'm, I'm wearing what I'm wearing and I feel good. Yes, because it's, it's, the universe doesn't speak French or English or German or Spanish. The universe speaks energy, right? So what can make you feel really good might not actually empower another individual. This is why it's about listening to your own unique feeling. But when you place this on, something shifts. Like when I place a nice silk dress on, I start walking with my shoulders back and my heart forward and my head's up a little bit more and I feel like I'm gliding across the floor because right. the archetype is activated through the outfit. And so my closet is a altar of archetypes that can be activated within me. So do I want to wear the blue wig today and be this version of myself? Do I want to wear, I wore dungarees the other day in a beanie and I was a skater boy version of myself and today I'm a little bit more of the elegant side of myself. Mm -hmm. But we're actually like a diamond and there's 64 faces of the diamond. It's the same diamond. Mm -hmm. But where we get stuck and the energy stops flowing in our life is become identified with one face of the diamond and we just stay like that for the rest of our lives. What does it look like if we become, for, as myself, the mother, the lover, the student, the crone, the inner child, the seductress, the sh like all of the, 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 the artist? Because with every breath, we can reinvent ourselves into what is alive for the feel-good feeling. Exactly that, right? And then and the feel-good feeling is responded to by the universe. Because that's the frequency that we're putting out. Exactly. And the, the interesting thing is that I hear all of these things and we are everything. So it's not like... The story is that we are not the seductress or the mother or the whatever it is, the nurturer. We are everything. So we can tap into all of that. Really, it's what feels good in your body. Right. Does it feel good when I'm in my hyper-masculine? Mm -hmm. Well, maybe today it does, yeah. right? 
And, and maybe I'm, I'm doing all the things that I needed to. How about when I'm really sassy and I'm coming down the stairs shining like Elton John on, yeah, right, on Halloween? Right. Whoa, this feels really good. Now I feel like just dancing and partying, you know? Yeah. Um, tapping into, and that's been my barometer. It's like, what feels good? What opens my chest? And I, I, it's very palpable when I'm not being me. It's like my chest is closed, my, my breathing is short, my heart is closed, and then my stomach is just like contracted. It's like, mm. it's like waiting for someone to punch it. Mm. But when I'm me, I'm just like, oh my God, it's like, it, it's like post-sex, right? You're just <laughs> like, oh, my body just gets a break and my nervous system is just relaxed and the hormones are just pumping and I feel great. How do we encourage more people to have that understanding that they have permission? Mm. Is it really just us being us? And, and putting and, and honoring ourselves and then putting that frequency out where people go, I want more of that. Mm. Well, first and foremost, the permission can never come from anyone else but ourselves, right? Like someone can say, like, hey, I'm going to show up in my fullness and it can inspire. But ultimately, the choice has to come from within of going, you know, this is actually what I want. Because first and foremost, people will judge what they don't understand. Right, so like when someone shows up and they're wearing something outrageous, and I'm sort of like you know continuing to stay in this um, sort of dull, dull down version of myself, that's going to be very confronting when someone's in their fullness and their expression. So uh, because I don't really understand their mindset behind it, I'll judge it and therefore won't let it in. However, because when we're judging you know another being, we're ultimately just judging an aspect of ourselves that's not um, fully has awareness and into it. However. If there's a genuine desire of going, hey, when I was a kid, I used to dress up in all of these, these clothes. When I was eight years old, I used to put on shows for my parents. I was so fabulous. And then I went to school and then something shifted and I tried to be cool and I tried to fit in. Cue people pleaser energy, which is like constantly wanting validation to create some sort of essence of, of belonging, you know? So these, 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 these layers get crusted over our unique expression. Um, however, if there's a genuine desire of going, hey, when I was a kid, used to express myself so much more. This is an amazing seed that is still waiting to germinate and it's just being incubated by this wall of fear that says, oh, it's dangerous to be different, it's dangerous to be weird because remember that one time when you were eight and you wore that thing and that kid at school laughed and jeered at you, so it's better to see it. Well, if that desire goes, hey, actually, you know what, I want to reactivate that person inside of me, then once that desire is there, the invitation is to feel into what feels uncomfortable. So I have um, clients that I work with and anyone that has a bit of a challenge around uniqueness being their expression, I set them a challenge to go to the grocery store, go do something regular, but to dress up in the most outrageous outfit possible and not to tell anybody that this is an exercise. So, you know, bright blue wig and crazy fur coat, whatever, and, 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 and dressing up face paint on and go and do your regular errands that day and see what comes up for you and journal. Because every story that comes up is a story that is in, in encapsulated your truest unique essence. Mm. But every single person on this planet, all 7.8 billion people on this planet have a unique fingerprint, have a unique expression. And when we can start to peel back the layers of that, what that uniqueness is going to be different for everybody, but it's actually the seed of the greatest gift in the world. Mm. Because it's frequency, it's energy that gets emanated when we are unique. And when we're actually honoring our true uniqueness, that's when we attract the people around us that are also walking a similar path. Because if we're not home in our uniqueness, how on earth are we going to receive the gift of life? It's like ordering a FedEx package and, and, but not being home to receive the gift. We must be home to receive the gifts of the universe that are always 
ready to be poured into us. Specifically, our unique frequency, our uniqueness will attract our tribe, our vibe. You heard this, right? Mm -hmm. Our vibe attracts our tribe. So all of a sudden, before you know it, you're sparkly out and John at a Halloween party with everyone else waving their free fly and getting <laughs> down on the dance floor. And like, this is my, this is my unit. This is my community. Yeah. And so then it starts to reinforce it. And then everywhere we look, we're just more people that are expressing and we become more and more expressed in ourselves. And then start watching a lot of manifestation happen into your life. Yeah. Fear. Fear is encapsulating that. Mm -hmm. And that's the seed. It is the seed. And what a beautiful exercise to ever just go back and think. When I was little, I really used to just do performances. I used to dance a lot more. Man, I used to just love putting on like these crazy robes or like these really oversized shirts with designs that I drew on them. Mm -hmm. and, and thinking how outrageous that would seem to you as an adult with a full-time job <laughs> to do that. Yes. And what an exercise that someone really has to get uncomfortable. Because when you were saying that, I'm thinking about me with like a wig on and like like this crazy red faux fur coat going to like Whole Foods. I mean, in Venice, it wouldn't be that much of a difference, but like, okay, Whole Foods in like the middle of Ohio, you know, I'd be a, I'd be a crazy person. And that'd be the story in my head. Right. Oh my God, everyone here thinks I'm crazy. Oh my God, like, I, what, what am I doing? Like, why am I doing this exercise? Why I did I agree actually, to this? It's more crazy to do what everyone else is doing. Mm -hmm. from, from my perspective. And the only ones that have changed the course of humanity are the ones that have dared to be different. Mm -hmm. And I think that you're here to, to instill wisdom and, and a difference in many, many, many people's lives. And so it talks about it in your jinkies, not to like give you a little bit of a spoiler. But... Uh-oh, which we'll hear a little bit about later. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it literally is like you're here to walk your own path, and it's the very thing that is your life's work which gets instilled within other people. So you're not at all meant to walk a path similar than anybody else's. Your uniqueness is your superpower based off of your life's work. So this is your curriculum in the sense where it can be really challenging and also extremely liberating because your greatest challenge is also your greatest gift. Mm. Always. Greatest challenge. And how many of us are living with the greatest challenge being fear mm -hmm. of, of X, of Y, mm -hmm. right? And um, it's, I know this, and, and you, you and me are uh, big proponents of uh, going deep work in ceremonies. And um, there was one uh, ceremony that I did with uh, psilocybin. Um, and uh, I was immediately just, the first thing, the first thing that it showed me was my closet. I go, why the hell am I look, seeing my closet? <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm like, wait, what? And then I get this, Immediate, as you know, it's like there's a wisdom, there's like a conversation that's happening, but you're not like kind of talking. It's just like a downloading. It's like, yeah. and it's like, why do you wear colors that don't, that you don't like wearing? And then I was like, huh? And it's like, why do you wear textures you don't like wearing? I was like, huh? And then I was like, look at this. None of these clothes, and I, I'm literally having a, like a real time vision of my closet. None of these clothes represent who you, who you are and mm -hmm. who you choose to be and, who you, and, rem and remember who you are. Mm -hmm. And I was like, because for me, I'm like, oh, I can just be totally in my essence and energy and I could wear whatever. Clothes shouldn't matter. But when I threw away all of those clothes and the very few that made me feel good, mm -hmm. they made me feel good. Mm -hmm. And then my energy changed, mm -hmm. right? It changed in business. It changed in communication. It changed in love. It changed in friendship. It was like, <sighs> like they're like, why is Christian so more uppity? He's, so, he's a lot more happy. He's a lot more... The, uh, I remember when someone on Instagram said, 
your face muscles just look so much more relaxed. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, huh, interesting. I was like, really? Just a piece of thread? But to think mm -hmm. what it means, and it, it, it's more than clothes. It's, mm -hmm. it's like you said, it's that seed that's starting to germinate and those unique gifts coming out there where people are seeing that and they go, oh man, I, I like that. I want that, you know? Mm -hmm. And you have that. Just getting in touch with it. And I, I think about, you know, if I was to see you sitting at an airport gate and you're like in your full colors and your expression, you won't even know. Maybe you're reading a book and I'm looking at you and I'm observing you from across the lounge. And in that moment, I'm like, wow, that person is like, you know, really expressing themselves is super creative, super colorful in a, in a, in a grayscale landscape. I'm seeing this individual just in their uniqueness and then see planted in my consciousness. Mm. And you don't even know, you haven't even looked up from your book the impact that you're making into the lives of so many. And so it, it's not about the clothes, it's about the mindset behind the clothes and recognizing in a world where same is encouraged, what would it look like to be courageous enough to walk your own path fearlessly and amidst those that will laugh and jeer, um, also recognize that they're own laughing and jeering because it's a part of themselves that still wishes to be expressed. Mm -hmm. But those that have really found that peace within themselves will actually celebrate the uniqueness. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's not when somebody picks up the guitar, I don't care whether they can sing or not. It's really not about that. It's that they're expressing themselves. Same. When people are dancing on the dance floor, I don't care if you're a terrible dancer <laughs> conventionally in society's eyes. It's the people. It's the people who do it with soul. I, my dad always said. My mom was a, a, a beautiful singer. She just never knew the words, uh -huh. but she tried. And but to, but to see that, just like it wasn't. It was more than anything. Just to see soul coming out. Mm -hmm. It was expression. It was like I don't even have to be the best singer, right? You, if you ever hear me in the shower, you get. You, if you're in my room, I'm in the shower. I sound terrible, but I put a lot of soul into it. Nah. You hear me singing 1990s R&B Usher, <gasps> I, I'm smooth as hell in that, yeah. in that shower. <laughs> and you, you, all you know is that Christian, two, two, there's two conclusions. Christian's a terrible singer, but he's smooth as hell with his voice. Yeah. That's, all, that's all you gotta hear. But, uh, and that's why I encourage people, like you said, with the guitar, whatever it is, you don't even have to play. Mm -hmm. just, just, just give, you know, be, 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 and be in that moment, be mm -hmm. present and like, outrageous and, and unique and fearless, which is powerful. There is a Burning Man art installation where it was sort of like metal mesh, so you can see the inside of it, and it was two adults sitting back to back like this, or like with their hands in, their head in their hands. Have you seen it? I think my dad put it up on Facebook. Oh, And dad he's never been a Burning Man, but my dad put that that installation up on Facebook. So and go the on. two children. Yeah. So you can see through the adult, and they've got their they're back to back two of them, and they've got their head in their hands, and then inside of them is a child, and they're both inside the adults touching each other's hands, and it just says a thousand words with one art installation. I think that that's when art really has like succeeded in its message is when you feel something when you're looking at it, and witnessing this art installation, it just was showing me that the majority of our in, of us, our inner child has died and withered away or is inside of us, but is craving to come back online. And we've become so encrusted by all of these stories because everything's a story, right? Like I'm interacting with you, you, and I can look at your outfit and go, yeah, 
yeah. Or I could be like, what is he wearing? Ultimately, it's all just a story and a projection. There isn't the truth. It's just my story and lenses placed on the situation. We think about 60,000 thoughts and stories a day. We place stories on everything. And the stories that have become disempowering over years of, 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 of consistency around these stories, we've become shrouded in like, and like shut down from the playfulness. I talked about in the G keys how one of the greatest diseases on the planet is over seriousness. And and then this inner child is just craving to put on a show and put on the outfit. Mm -hmm. and this is why Burning Man's so popular because everybody's inner child gets to come out. Someone said to me when I put the coat on, oh, it's so Burning Man. I'm like, no, it's so life. Mm -hmm. No, blurring mm -hmm. the lines of, of play and color and silliness and lightheartedness so that the inner child can reign. And then I can still do my adult stuff and grow a business and take care of my home and make sure my lover's good and do all the things and pay my taxes. And yeah, right. there's a level of like, like I've grown up, but I'm still childlike. Mm -hmm. And that is when even an 80 year old that has that childlike spark in their eyes, they're forever youthful. Yeah. It doesn't matter about your flesh puppet. Yeah. It's the spirit. Yeah. I, I, I believe that that is uh, one thing that attracted to us as friends is, is this, is, the, is that you have an unrelentless, just playful side. It, it is, I'm like, how can someone be so deep but be so humorous? That's not supposed to go together. You're supposed to be on a mountain and really serious and <laughs> telling me what my future is, you know? And um, same. Like, it's... Sonia, my girlfriend, she'll be sometimes be like, you don't take anything seriously. I'm like, no, no, okay, okay, we do. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Let's talk about it. And no, but I could pull the serious card. But there's just, she's like, you're like a 20-year-old in, in your, in your um, humor and like just the, the, the glit in your eye, right? Like the little glimpse, like the sparkle. It's, it's youthful. Mm. That's how it should be. Damn, man, like we take so much. There, there's a lot of seriousness to life in the world. Mm -hmm. God, like, why would we want to place any more weight on, on ourselves right. when we wake up? And so there's, there's, a, there's a distinct, first and foremost, I just want to say that someone said to me once, um, you can tell a spiritual master by his laugh. So if anybody is, like, trying to hire a coach and they've got this permanently pinched expression on their face, they're missing the point. Mm. So it's really important to recognize that the lightness is the thing that allows every 75 trillion cells in our body to actually start to hum with life. Play and laughter is of higher frequency as orgasm, and life is created from orgasm. If we're looking at a vibratory scale, laughter is one of the highest states of human consciousness. Um, and so it's, 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 it's so important, while simultaneously, if we zoom out on the meta perspective, there's a lot that's going on in the world that is um, a, you know, a lot of injustice, a lot of um, disconnect and division and fair programming and agendas. And, and this is actually quite serious. There's, there's an awakening process that's happening across the collective where everyone is having to face off with their own shit, quite literally. I mean, it's one giant ayahuasca ceremony. There's purge buckets everywhere. Mm -hmm. All the light beings are being called to action right now. It's go time. And yes, this is actually quite a big, serious thing that's happening on the planet. What's happening to Pachamama, to Mama Earth, and how we're treating her. I would disconnect to the animals on the planet. Like, there's a lot of things that are really actually quite serious. Mm -hmm. 
while in the same breath, from the moment that you wake up to go get your coffee or you have your morning drink and then you, um, and then you go and, and, and work out, between A, B, C, D, do you have to be so serious? Right. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Because we're actually bypassing the miracle of what it means to be human and that we can find the miracles in the mundane and whether we're making our bed or washing our dishes, if we can laugh with our partner, then for me, a successful day is based off of how much did I laugh that day. Mm-hmm. That's my version of success. Success is subjective to whatever you want to place on it. The majority of the blanket statement of success is whether how much money you've got, ultimately. I don't base my success based off of that. I base my success off of, did I like, like laugh so hard today that I cried? Oh, that is a really successful day. That's a successful day. And we take it so serious, man. We put on our, we put on our, we brush our teeth, we put on our jacket or our suit and we, we get serious face on, you know, and we listen to a very serious podcast and we get to our serious job and drink a serious cup of coffee and, you know, maybe share a laugh or go over the serious sports game, and then we sit down and we type really seriously all day. God, man, like, you're right. The state of the world is the state of the world, right? And, and all of us have a hand in it, right? But can, can we just be? Can we just be, like, at peace and, and maybe just put on a song when we're making our bed and, and maybe do a little dance move in your closet or something, you know? How or much that'll brighten your day. across the floor to a Chicken Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Ah, we, we do. And, and, and you do embody that a lot. I've seen your Instagram videos, man. The, the, the voices and the characters that you embody. I'm like, when I, when I, first, when I first saw it, I was like, she, she, don't go, she, she don't went crazy, this girl. I go, this girl is crazy. And I go, I love it. Double click, double click, double click, double click. <laughs> I was like sending it to my friends and everything. I was like, yo, yo look at this, look at this. Funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. I made a reel recently that was a little bit like risque. And it was nine seconds long. And it was like, you know, a silly, like humorous one. And it got the most plays out of everything I've ever posted, ever. Nine seconds. It's nine seconds. Um, got you know over a hundred thousand plays outside of my YouTube channel, and it's humor. Like people's serotonin is raised, people's dopamine is raised when they experience humor, and this is medicine. So if you can have the ability to get someone in their heart with some humor, open it up, and then douse it with wisdom, boom. Yeah. This is a very beautiful combination because this is why Russell Brand is so popular. He's so deeply wise and rich with information. So rich. He eloquently delivers his message in such an incredibly fast pace of highly How does his brain think of it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. While also being ridiculous and laughing about the whole thing. That is a skill in itself, but it's, it's the way that people's hearts open to that level of information where the message can spread. But again, circling back to that over-serious pinch expression, I can only be yelled at so much by a personal coach on Instagram until I have to like move off. Because yeah. you, the message is not going to land if you're yelling at me about self-development through your stories. Like, I, I, it just does something to my system that's like, next. It's funny because I follow some workout accounts, you know, me and Andre, your partner, we're big workout guys, you know. Uh, <laughs> no, we do love movement. We, we appreciate movement and everything. But Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh so hard, but I did try to get you to the gym the other day. Yeah, you like, did. No, you did. go for a walk. Yeah, well, I appreciate walks. Uh, <laughs> but there's this, I follow a few like fitness accounts, and there's this one guy who's like, and a lot of people might know him, he's like a very militant guy. He's like, 
He's like, I've been running 16 miles. And then he goes, every time I'm tired and I want to make mile 17 and my body's breaking apart, I'm like, you're a bitch. And he's like, he's like, <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, you need water, drink your own saliva. I was like, you need water, you drink your own saliva. Yeah, but I was, but I was thinking to myself, I was like, this really appeals to like the over hyper, like hyper assertive masculine. I'm like, this is what we have to do. We're gonna do, 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 and force and push and penetrate, right? And I was like, holy shit. I was like, this guy doesn't get it. He, it's, it's successful in the way that he believes it's successful. But man, like, if there was just a little bit of softness, maybe I'd be like, I can run 16 miles. But, but there's, there's zero, and, and, and that's what it is. It's like, the people who communicate to me, who are embodied and authentic, have love in their hearts for what they do, and then maybe just a little bit of humor, or maybe just a little bit like, I'm not taking myself too seriously. Watch me do this gym blooper. Right? Even though I'm not, I'm not gym perfect, it looks like I have the perfect body. Look, watch me do this gym blooper. Yeah. Right? I love that sort of, that sort of, yeah, gym blooper. You know what I mean? But, it, but like, what I'm trying to say is that, like, That's I get, idea. I, right? <laughs> the energies are very different. And, and you can't speak to a wide audience in that way. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, humor. Like, for example, Logan Paul. Right? Massive YouTuber. Started on Vine. Silly little thing, you know, and and these little videos just pop up online. People love them. Serotonin here, dopamine goes up, feels good, love it. Well, I'm gonna want to keep going back for more that makes me feel good, right? We're in a society that loves that like instant gratification, like a little hit. So he blows up, like he just creates a consistency and humor is the default. Now he has the attention of millions of people around the world and he can do whatever he wants. He can be a pro boxer if he wants to and now he can release a hydration drink and he can do all these things. It was humor that got him in this place. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I'm not saying that you know, everybody needs to be the next class clown or like you know, go be a stand-up comedian, but it is about can we just breathe a little bit deeper because our breath is a direct conversation with our body, whether we're in fight or flight or, or thriving mode. It's been a long time since I promoted a coffee because there's not that many good coffee brands. We got one of the best ones now on Heal Thyself. Are you ready to elevate your coffee game? And experience a brew that's not only delicious, but it's also health focused. Let me introduce you to Purity Coffee. You heard me review them in one of my first ever coffee reviews as one of the best, and then my second ever one as one of the best. And it's one of the best still. It's an ultimate choice for coffee lovers who, who prioritize taste as well as well-being. I'm gonna tell you what makes Purity Coffee stand out from the crowd. Every step in their process is rooted in health-focused principles backed by solid, scientific, research-based, rigorous testing. They use the finest specialty grade organic Arabica beans and then move on to small batch roasting, ensuring that each cup meets the highest standards of quality. But what really sets Purity Coffee apart from all the other coffee brands is their dedication, is my favorite, is their dedication to purity and safety. Their beans undergo third-party testing to ensure they're free of pesticides, toxins, and harmful mycotoxins, those pesky substances that can wreak havoc on your health, causing issues like liver and kidney damage, digestive problems, brain fog, and fatigue. Purity Coffee also has some of the highest antioxidant capacity, and this is important because we have to understand coffee is actually really good for us when we're getting quality coffee. And the reason it's good for us and ensures so many benefits, especially heart health, is because of its antioxidant capacity. Purity has one of the highest antioxidants that you're going to find in coffee, giving you a powerful dose of healthy, boosting compounds with every sip. Purity Coffee is grown on regenerative organic farms that prioritize soil health 
animal welfare and community well-being. They have certifications by USDA Organic, Rainforest Alliance, and Smithsonian Bird Friendly. You can also trust Purity Coffee is not only good for you, but also good for the planet. They have a range of roasts from their light medium roast with sweet fruity notes and their dark roast with rich bold taste. So to try out one of my favorite coffees in existence and one that I recommend to everyone still to this day, I've been doing it for years, is Purity Coffee. Go to puritycoffee.com and use the code DRG for 30% off of your first purchase. That is P-U-R-I-T-Y-C-O-F-F-E-E.com and use the code DRG for 30% off of your order. You know, living a long life is great. It is. We all want to live longer. But what's even better is living those years in good health, right? Free of the chronic diseases and the ailments. Unfortunately for many, the gap between lifespan and health span is way too wide. And we spent our last years ill, not enjoying our life to the fullest. And that's why I'm always into research-based products, quality supplements that are coming out to you, the highest, the best of the best, some of the best rigorously tested supplements. And one of my favorite companies across the board is Momentus. And they have two that I use every single day, creatine and collagen. These are the two powerhouses at work. I've been over and I've been working out more four times a week. I'm lifting heavy weights. And these are staples. And, I, and not just me. I think everyone should be out working out, building muscle. Staples to muscle repair and muscle growth. But what sets Momentus apart from the rest is its clinically researched formulas. For the collagen, it delivers 15 grams of collagen, supporting your body in various ways. And it's not just one type of collagen. It's all the types of collagen, right? A lot of companies just have one type of collagen. You want all the types of your body's absorbing and utilizing this collagen the way you desire the body to use it. But boy, oh boy, the gold standard for working out, if you're not on this, you don't even have to be working out. You can use it for your brain. It's creatine. Momentous creatine is fantastic. There's no fillers, no additive, pure, effective ingredients you can trust. Trust is everything when it comes to supplements. Momentous third-party test. There's no surprises. What you see on the package is what you get. So if you're like me, you want to feel your body with the best of the best, go to livemomentous.com and use the code DRG for 15% off of creatine and collagen and all their top-notch products. That is L-I-V-E-M-O-M-E-N-T-O-U-S.com with the code DRG for your discount. If we weave through the world breathing deep and rhythmically, then we're telling our body that I'm safe, I'm fine, I'm good. You know what? It's a, it's a luxury to be able to play in this reality and to celebrate, but that luxury is through my breath. Mm-hmm. Or am I, oh, gotta get to the next thing. There's no room for play in that narrative that we're having with our body. None. So if we just started our day to say, you know what, okay, maybe humor is not the thing that's easy accessibly for me right now while I'm listening to this podcast. However, I can breathe. I'm a human. So I could spend the next 20 minutes of my morning doing inhale for seven, hold for seven, exhale for seven, and just allow the body to start actually coming to its natural rhythm, which is to be in in sync with nature, which is patience. I can afford to be patient. I can breathe deep from A to B. I can allow myself to be in this expression. So then we're creating fertile soil to actually maybe get a giggle in today. Mm -hmm. Because we're starting to create room for it. You said said, uh, something about when we wake up in the morning and we can do this practice, I know um, you're big on devotional or rituals. Um, I, for many years, have been saying, "What, Dr. G, what's one of the most important things we could do for your health? I was like, where's your me time? Do you create mm. rituals? Do you create devotional time? How important is it to you every morning? Because I see it on Instagram. Uh, on the time lapse. How important is it? Time lapse. La- no, they're not time lapses. They're just me real fast. Like, they're just you really fast. I'm like, wow, she really goes through her devotion so fast. Like, <laughs> like breath, breath, breath. Affirmations, gratitude. Journal. Uh, how important is it for people to really to, to, to get that every morning? 
Well, I spent the majority of my life not having a morning practice, and I was the happy-go-lucky forest fairy off doing the da -da 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 -da, but like no structure at all. Um, and everything was just like I had not crossed my T's and dotted my I's. Everything was just a little bit like scattered mm -hmm. and highly distracted individual. Um, I've always wanted to have a practice. I always thought that I wanted to be a devotional person, but I told myself the story that that was just not how I'm wired. However, um, when I connected with Andre about two and a half years ago, just being in his orbit and witnessing his devotional practice, like the man has not missed a day of his practice since I met him two and a half years ago. He, he's taken devotion to the next level. I don't even know if the higher word from devotion is, but his um, commitment to, to that anchoring in every day. First and foremost, he, he tried to enroll me into what he was doing, and I, I remember just sitting watching him, and I'd be like... <laughs> oh, my, Looking at the sky. And he'd like, open his eyes and be like, Blue, what are you... I'm like, oh... oh. <laughs> <laughs> Take it seriously. He was like, come back in. <laughs> um, and I wanted to do everything about the morning practice, and... Eventually, he just completely let go of his attachment that his partner had a devotional practice, and he was like, all right, well, do your own thing. But over time, I started progressively feeling the difference it was making in his energy field. Like, he's just so, you know, Andre, like, he's One of the most grounded people I know. Here, Period. present, quiet, his field is quiet. Realizing that a devotional practice is like turning an air filtering system on in the day. You plug the air filtering system on and you, 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 you do it for one day, the, the air gets clear. But you turn it off after one day, it starts to stagnate again. The same with our minds. All these 60,000 thoughts we're thinking, they start to stagnate and create debris if we're not cleaning the system every day. Also, when we're in a devotional practice of quietening our mind, we're putting roots of the tree down into the earth so that when the wind blows, when shit hits the fan, it's the experience of the human experience, mm -hmm. something happens out of the blue, the tree doesn't get uprooted because the roots are so deep. So not everything just collapses. Yeah. So if we want to have a clear mind so that we can give our full presence and attention to somebody or anything that's in front of us, a project, a book, a conversation, we must have a devotional practice. So I decided to enroll myself into certain programs and courses. I did in engineering with Sadhguru. I um, went out to Mexico and I learned this specific practice that I'm doing now with my teacher. And I made a commitment, not based off a of feeling like, if I don't do this, I'm unworthy, but actually going, I do this because it feels so good. Yeah. Now, that is the only way that you're going to have lasting change. Mm -hmm. That's why majority of like crazy percentages, like 98% of diets don't work. Yeah. Because people do it because they feel like if they don't, they're undesirable. So it's fueled off of fear, which eventually has an expiration date. But if you do it based off of, oh my God, it feels so good. When I've done my practice, I feel so grounded. <laughs> I feel so present. I feel so clear. Yeah. That why would I not? do my practice. And so that's where devotion is born from, is from the feel-good feeling. But every single day is a non-negotiable. I'm doing, what, what do we call, the consecration of the physical body. So I do mantras over different areas of my body where we absorb information to create a seal of energetic, I don't say protection, but um, intention, attention placed onto that area um, with a very specific Sanskrit uh, mantra. And then um, I do mudras, um, which activate certain energy points in the body, and then I do 108 mantras. Um, 
and and that is to create the brain brain to go into beta state. And I use the mala beads because mm. I'm not having to ca count, which gets me into a different part of my brain. So I'm just using the mala beads, and I go into trance state, which basically shuts my mind off completely. And then the mantra itself activates a certain part of my consciousness, which is ultimately a mantra for taking me to a higher state of consciousness and awareness for the day. Mm. I do it every day. So now when I show up for the podcast, or I go do the thing, I'm like... Dah, 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 and you feel great. And I create on the other side of the coin of distraction is intoxication. So when you're in my presence, I'm going to be hyper-present. I'm going to be fully listening. I'm going to be completely here with you because I've got my mind out of the distraction and into intoxication, which you can imagine is the Midas touch. It doesn't matter what you're doing. It's that who you're being while you do it is going to create magic. Right. Man. That's what we want to hone in on. The presence. Mm -hmm. And which is the most beautiful thing because you can quickly tell who's present and who's not present with you. Bye. Yeah, I've even, I've, <gasps> I've, I've even like had conversations and like just eyes shift. I'm like, I'm that boring, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's only 10 seconds into me telling you something, you know what I mean? But compassion to understand maybe that person has 100,000 things in their head, you know? Or the air filter's not on. Mm -hmm. But it feels really good when someone's really present. And something you said on your birthday that stuck with me is that everyone just wants to be seen and, and, and felt loved, whatever it is, whatever they're saying. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm over here talking about the stock market or cryptocurrencies, right? And you're not interested in that, but like, I feel like you see me. At the end, I could be like, hey, that, that, that girl blue is really cool, man. She like, she like is like cool with stock markets and like cool with crypto, right? You may not care, but my feeling that I left with is that you've opened the space for me to communicate what, what I'm passionate about. And, and you, you held it and you loved it. And you were like, yes, go. Is that not the gift for what, what people want? And, and do you believe that's what people want? It's the common theme. Everyone wants to be loved. Some people have very interesting ways of showing it, but right at the core of that being, everybody just wants to be seen and loved. And the greatest gift we can ever give somebody is our undivided attention. And something that I challenge with with small talk in parties and gatherings is that people aren't actually listening. They're listening to respond, but not listening to understand. Mm -hmm. And so it feels like there's a veneer on the conversation and it's just a little bit like, eh, I'm going to go on the dance floor, <laughs> right? I'm going to go move my body. There's some medicine for me over there, as opposed to being in this conversation. Sometimes the conversations are super present, and that's usually lasting friendships. Um, but there's a three-step process that I love to utilize um, to melt the hearts of anybody, really, um, is to ask incredible questions. So not just like, so where did you grow up? Like, we've talked about our story so many times. I don't want to talk about my story anymore. However, um, I would love to talk about if I was packing my bags and going to Nepal for, for six months and I can only bring four items, what would you bring? Now, that's a very telling question of somebody's character. And it's super unique. That person probably hasn't been asked that question and they're actually going to engage in a much deeper conversation with that person. The second step is listen intently after you've asked the question. Listen intently to what they have to say, not with the desire to respond, but genuinely with the desire to want to get to know this incredible human, like a walking book of all of your life's experiences packed into one human right in front of my eyes. You're a miracle and I get to ask you questions and find out a little bit more about what your lens have picked up from the moment you were born what a gift. And then from that place, the third step is to reflect the beauty that you see in that person. To, for that person to be, feel heard and seen, what a gift you plant. 
and I think it was Marianne, uh, uh, Marianne Angelou that, um, that talked about um, uh, people will not remember what you said or what you did, but they'll remember how you made them feel. Just go and let people feel loved and seen everywhere you go. And everywhere you go, you plant a seed uh, that will eventually germinate. And before you know it, you're living in a field of flowers. Mm. And everywhere you look, people love you and people feel celebrated by, by you. And then as people win in their expression, you win too, because we're actually all interconnected. Mm-hmm. So any spark of inspiration that is born or has come from its origin, from what you share on this podcast, anybody that's tuning into this right now, they're going to feel inspired. All of a sudden, they create a shift of perception of why they do what they do. And that has to, by the law of karma, come back to its place of origin of where the frequency was emitted. So how do you live a genuinely abundant life? Go give as much as you can. And that doesn't mean like material things, but that can be your undivided attention, asking incredible questions and reflecting the beauty that you see. And you will live an abundant life because of how you made people feel everywhere you go. Mm, Man, is there, I feel like there should be a podium where I could testify right now because I feel so good right now. I mean, if that's not, listen, audience members, if that's not the truest stuff you've ever heard, I don't know what it is, right? I always say, when someone's speaking truth, you don't hear it. You deeply feel it. And my intuition was buzzing. It's like someone gave me a shot of tequila, gin, rum, and vodka at the same time. <laughs> except, except a spiritual shot. Non, non-alcoholic. <laughs> non-alcoholic. This is why it's called intoxication. intoxication. This is a gene key. The gene keys always talk about the greatest challenge. The, the shadow is on the other side of a superpower. So the shadow is distraction. The superpower on the other side of it is intoxication. When you give someone your undivided attention, you will intoxicate them with your presence, which is the feeling of the spiritual shot. It feels great. I feel good right now. I want more feelings like this. <laughs> but essentially, it's if I want more feelings like this, give people that. Mm-hmm. That's that's the whole telltale right there. That's what it is. Yeah, no, I've been I've been myself guilty, especially if I come off my meditation practice. Meditation is the thing that makes me present with people. Uh, the, the, the other rituals, like affirmations, gratitude, they make me uh, align with what, like, be aware of what I'm creating in this world. But the meditation, like, we speak about your partner, Andre. Damn, man, both of you. Uh, but you just, Andre is an example, because uh, you don't meet many men like that. So grounded. And, and like, he, I'm like, where does he ask such deep, penetrating questions? I'm, <laughs> does, I, I, I'm, like, I'm like, Andre, you like your sauna? And he's like, and he's like, well, what made you hurt as a child? I was like, what, what, what? what? <laughs> I was like, how did you, yeah, I remember. It's so funny because um, we, we had a, a dinner together a few months ago. And, and it was, it was, I don't think uh, Sonia, my partner, was used to, like, people who ask real questions. So uh, she was, like, totally off, caught off guard with one question. And I could see, like, she was kind of, like, struggling. Because I was like, you can be vulnerable. It's, it's, it's fine. Like, you don't have to put on a mask here. Um, but that's the beauty of it. Because uh, the, the authenticity of, of really asking questions, like you said, you are a, a whole history of experiences. And that's a gift for me to even be sitting and hearing, hey, what did you do in Nepal? And then, this is the biggest part, like you said, paying full attention, giving your full attention. Genuine. Not like I'm just in conversation. And I get so exhausted by conversations that are superficial. Yeah. So exhausted. Mm-hmm. That I'm the guy 
when I'm exhausted, I have one leg on the dance floor. I'm like, that's my medicine. I gotta yes, go. The medicine's over there. And I'm out. And then you just see a cloud of smoke in my shape, you know. <laughs> While I'm, and then the real me is over there, you know. There's gonna be a whole new flavor now at the next party, like when we're dancing. I'm like, yeah, and then, yeah. And then I'll see you. Yeah, I'll see you there. You, I get it. You mentioned the gene keys. We mentioned it early on, and you just said the shadow. And um, what was the other side? The CD, the, which the, is a Sanskrit word for the enlightened aspect. The enlightened aspect, okay. And I know you work a lot with them, mm-hmm. and your program utilizes them. I sort of heard about them, which is why I took the test before I even met you. Online test, my friend's like, you just got to do it. And I took the test, but I didn't really look through the profile. But what are, what are the gene keys? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the utility in, in, in really understanding people? How do you use them in your work? Mm. Just so people um, can really get a good idea. And then we're going to dive into my phone in there, and then we're going to see. Is my cell phone over here? You, with all the notes on it. Blue's got, Blue's got my cell phone. It's opened up, and, and she's got some of my gene key notes. So we can understand better as an yes. example for people out there who want to pursue this. Right. I'm going to lean down a little bit more, get a little more comfortable. Okay, let's get very for comfortable the, for this part the of the. My mic's still good, okay? Everything good. (laughs) Okay, so the Gene Keys is an incredible technology that was planted into my life. It's a giant book, um, and in Bali, I remember someone being like, this book, Blue, it's it's important. And I was like, yeah, cool. So a while later, I ended up buying the book, but I just not was, I could not with the information. I was like, eh, it's super dense. Like, I was not interested for quite a few years. And then um, eventually I just started opening it and started reading it and it was like profound what it made me feel while I was reading it. Like you said before, you know, it's not necessarily about the words, it's like the impact, the feeling, the activation, the inspiration that is born. It's like, oh, I feel something with this. Okay, there's some medicine in this. So basically what the Gene Keys is, is it's it's based off of astrology and an ancient text called the I Ching. Are you familiar with the I Ching? So the I Ching talks about the 64 archetypes of the human experience, which we referred to before when we were talking about going into the closet. Mm-hmm. You can access many different archetypes. So the Gene Keys is a combination of the two. So you've got your astrology from the moment that you're born to the planetary alignment, um, to the time, the location, and cross-section that with the I Ching, which creates what's called your hologenetic profile. So everybody's Gene Keys is unique to them, of course, right? We were talking about it before. When you go to school, everyone's graded from the same scale, but everybody's unique. So how can you grade them from the same scale? So th- this is saying that like, you have a very specific blueprint based off of what your superpowers are in this world and also simultaneously what your super challenges are. So for example, you'll see within your relationship, you and Sonia, she has different challenges than you do. She gets triggered by things that you don't get triggered by and you get triggered by things she doesn't get triggered by. You're not built the same way. Well, what is going on behind that? There is a certain imprint in your DNA that has all the information for the genetic wiring of who you are in this life. So when you have your hologenetic profile, it basically breaks down the 11 archetypes that predominantly run through you. Now, I totally understand this can sound super woo-woo um, if you've got a scientific background. I did my research and development by doing hundreds of readings on people, and everyone was pinpoint accurate. And that was my research and development to go, this definitely something going on here. It's changed my life exponentially. Um, and so basically what we're looking at here is, is with the 11 archetypes, there is three different lenses. There's the shadow, the gift, 
and what we call before the Siddhi, which is the this Sanskrit word for the enlightened aspect. Now, we also talked about before, there's, seven, there's what, like 7.8 billion people on the planet. There's 7.8 billion different realities happening simultaneously based off the lens you see life through. So you can be in a room with like seven people and all seven people are experiencing a completely different experience. Every person that's listening to this podcast are all experiencing a different experience of me talking based off of all the stories they've told themselves up until this point, which then pulls the information in, deciphers what's happening, places a story on it, and then digests it as that to be true. We can have different lenses on our reality. For example, Albert Einstein. He pulled in information into this life that we don't even know where it came from, but he has changed the course of humanity with his teachings and his findings. He's probably operating, for the most part, in a CD frequency, meaning that he's pulling in as a high vibration, pulling in high vibrational information that is changing the course of humanity. The beautiful thing about this is all of us have access, if we so choose it, to the city. Majority of the planet is operating from the shadow. And the shadow usually looks a little bit like, well, this happened to me because of this, this, and this. It's outwardly pointing the blame. It's becoming a victim of circumstance. Um, it's not taking ownership or responsibility. doesn't feel like empowered. doesn't even know that there's a path to be empowered. And so it's creating biofeedback loops that just keep circulating and creating the same reality. Now, the gift frequency is life is happening for me. I may not understand it in this moment, but I trust that there is a benevolent force that is creating me to look at the things that are not serving me so that I can continue to weave into my highest, my highest excitement and the lane of my service. And then there's the city, which is life is happening through me. I am a puppet of the divine. I don't know why certain things come through me at certain moments, but my deepest responsibility is to just let go of the driving, the driving, the steering wheel and allow myself to be used. So essentially I am like an instrument. I, my responsibility is to fine tune the instrument, but what flows through it? That's the same thing that created the plant or the, or the flower, the, the intelligence, the benevolent intelligence that created this planet and dolphins and all these animals, like what created that? The same thing that is in co-creation in the Siddic expression. So when I look at your chart, it's a breakdown of the 11 archetypes that predominantly run through you and the shadow of all of them, the gift of all of them, and the CD of all of them. Ooh, man, I'm, I, I'm sort of nervous all of a sudden that we're going to go through this because if my audience never knew me, they're about to know me right now. I just have one question. I want to, get, I want to know how I get the keys to the CD. That's, that's what I mean. I need the keys to the CD. Okay, so yeah, that everybody would like to get the keys to the city. So that's why it's called Gene Genetics Keys Unlock Your Genetics. Yes. Now, the only way to the city is through the shadow. Wow. This is the only way we're going there. Through the relativity. Through the polarity of the other side yeah. of the experience. Yeah. Because how can you hold space for somebody that is, is going through a death of their mother and genuinely hold space unless you'd really gone through it yourself. Mm -hmm. To feel it in your body and in your being and to meet them there. This is why people's gifts are born from their greatest challenge. That's why I say your greatest challenge is your greatest gift. So usually we'll see the archetype of somebody that has gone through sexual abuse and has then come into a place of using it as, as their fuel of their service, then all of a sudden they support people that have gone through sexual abuse because they've lived it, vicariously through their body, somatically, through every cell of their being, they felt it. So when somebody else is in their presence and they're really in it, they know how to meet them there. 
So we must move through the shadow to get to the enlightened state, and that's where the key lies. The majority of us don't want to be vulnerable like, and place these masks on, realizing that it is, or thinking that the shadow or these, these unevolved parts of ourselves must be locked away at all costs and never to be felt, because that is dangerous. But actually, our power lies in those areas. So when we say doing the work, it's not about drinking an Olipop at Air One. <laughs> it's actually... Shout out Olipop. Shout out Olipop, love you. <laughs> um, it's actually to feel, you know this, to feel that jealousy that comes up or that like anger, or, like what the fuck is this rage? Like feel that. Because inside of that is a seed to your greatest power. But the majority of us do not have the, the right context of even safe ways to feel these emotions. So it gets shut away. And so we become this version of ourselves with roots not as deep. And so the, the jinky will address and give context to the shadow. Oh, yeah, I do do that in relationships when I'm afraid to be rejected. So I feel that feeling and I reject you first and push you away and give you the cold shoulder. But it's based off of a fear of rejection, which is a wound that happened when you're six years old when dad left. Right, 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 right. But now I'm 30 years old and I'm giving my beloved the cold shoulder when this is the last thing that I want to do. But everything in my body goes and shuts you out, as an example. Right, so how do we actually get our power back to allow ourselves to soften into that and to, to transcend that loop? is by going into it. So the gene keys will give you context for the shadow and understand words that you've not been able to even place on the emotion that you're feeling when you become shut down. I'm ready. I'm ready. This is, it's, it's so, and now I have a better understanding um, because I read about it before and we've talked about it before. But uh, in many ways, it's so powerful because, listen, I was the guy in uh, school when we were learning about homeopathy that goes, there's no science in homeopathy. I don't want to ever do it. Until I saw my research and development of it reversing tons of diseases right in front of me. Mm -hmm. And I said, it's pretty interesting. I go, it's pretty interesting. I don't know how that happened. There's no physical way that we can measure it. But it was working on some, some other plane. And I think that we in science are doing a disservice if we don't recognize that there's way more than the physical plane. Mm -hmm. So how do we work with that understanding? Um, and in many ways, uh, this is a major tool, mm -hmm. which is beautiful. So in front of you is my cell phone. And uh, on that cell phone is a profile that I've done uh, years ago, uh, or about la uh, last year, on my Gene Keys. Mm -hmm. And you are going to lay out all the vulnerable dirt. She's putting it all out there, audience members. Um, yeah, I, uh, I can totally do that. So basically, just to give it a little bit of context, Richard Rudd is the founder of the Jinkies, and um, he is one of my mentors and a dear friend. To access the information that I'm looking at right now, all you have to do is go to www.jinkies.com. Um, I'm not being paid to tell you that, by the way. Um, this is genuinely just from a tool that has supported me. Um, and you go to www.genekeys, like geneticskeys.com. You put in your, your information, like the, the time of your birth, your name, um, the location of your birth, um, and the date of your birth. And then it will and it will present you what I'm holding right now, which is uh, Christian's profile. Um, and then I'll give you a free summary. So we're going to look at, into your free summary, because usually before Great. I do sessions, I do like a lot of study. 
because I got to read and like digest these for pieces. For sure, for sure. I can do um, a, like a summary over um, pieces of it, and we can we can unpack some stuff here. Um, but uh, yeah, it gets to be really delicious and fun. I also just noticed that if we've got any numerology individuals that are listening to this, your life's work is thirty three point three. So we've got lots of threes going on now. Mm-hmm. Um, you are what we call a changer. And so you thrive in change, new experiences, um, travel. Uh, it, the change energy is super potent, and that's actually the foundation and the fuel of your creativity. So um, even if it's you know being at home and changing the furniture around or shifting things, that's going to keep a freshness alive for you, and it's going to keep you inspired. Anytime that it just gets super monotonous and r- routine-like, you're going to start to freeze up a little bit, 100%. and that's when the creative energy is not going to flow through. Some people thrive off the same every day and this structure really supports but you're a changer so your creativity is born from you embracing that you love to change your furniture around or that you love to go travel or you like to meet these new people or wear this new outfit or whatever it is that's going to support your expression to come online and then also you are what we call part um you thrive best as part of a large network so um the best sort of saying for you is your network is your net worth Mm. And you're somebody that it even talks about it, what deeply fulfills you on a cellular level is your soul family. It's like making sure that you are surrounded by those, like similar to what we talked about before, those that allow you to be in your uniqueness and they're all doing the same thing and it's reflecting back to you. This actually is what fulfills you on a cellular level so that your service can be way more potent. In your love relationships, um, we talked about this a little bit before, uh, you've got um, the shadow of deafness and sometimes um, it's outwardly pleasing and not fully listening to what is actually true for you and so it creates a deafness around your own personal emotions Um, and so... Um, for you to actually receive clarity, you need to spend some time alone. Solitude is your medicine. It's actually what keeps you healthy. Mm. So as somebody that is actually the center of attention and is a lot, surrounded by a lot of people that actually like feels really good, for you to actually receive the clarity of your insight, you must be alone and marinate in your own energy. Mm. Um, you're powered by your own energy doubled. So when you want to get that light bulb switched back on or you want clarity within your partnership, instead of like necessarily needing to talk it through, even though that's powerful, to actually go, let's circle back in on this in 24 hours. I'm going to go spend some time alone and I'm going to find, or I'm going to listen to what the next piece is, but it's not coming from a people pleaser or a pleasing of the external. It's coming from a deeper, um, a deeper cue on um, your own truth. So you don't want to become deaf to your mm. own truth. And so deafness is transmuted by silence. Also... This is perfect because we are on your new set, uh, your yeah. psychedelic moss wall with Heal Thyself and your mm. beautiful, colorful kimono. Um, we have uh, your life's work is to live a mythic life. So it's, it's the full mystic style. Um, to live a, myth, uh, a mythic life means that you have to carve out your own unique path, which is important if it constantly forces you to grow, evolve and keep letting go. Now let's chat about something crucial, that is omega-3s. You know I'm all about keeping clean and pure when it comes to products, as well as food on my plate. But when it comes to supplements, 
right? We have to make sure we have the best of the best, but especially when it comes to omega-3s, and, and I really mean it. Omega-3s are some of the most adulterated supplements that exist out there, and a lot of companies aren't doing it right. We need omega-3s for our heart, for our brain, for our eye health. You might not be getting enough nutritionally. When it comes to Peori, it's a quality brand, not only just with omegas across their whole line. They're extremely transparent. Every batch undergoes rigorous testing against over 200 contaminants, and you could check the results for yourself. And that's one of my favorite things. You can scan the QR code and look at the batch that is right in front of you that is on your shelf or on your counter, and you can see the results for this quality testing. Pure's O3 Ultra Pure Fish Oil delivers a potent dose of EPA and DHA without any unnecessary extras. Now, Pure is offering 20% off of their O3 Ultra Pure Fish Oil, the one that I take every single morning, and all their fantastic products to you, the Heal Thyself listener. That's 20% off even the already discounted subscription price. I want you to go to Pure.com. Use my promo code DRG. That's P-U-O-R-I.com slash DRG to take care of your health with some of the best omegas out there by Pure. These days... These days, it seems like everyone is carrying on a beverage, whether it's soda or flavored water or kombucha or coffee or tea. But not all beverages are created equal when it comes to quality and health benefits. That is why I become obsessed with Peaks Sun Goddess Matcha. I've been using this for, it's one of the first supplements I really invested in. It's four years ago, probably. And it's not just any old matcha powder. We're talking organic ceremonial grade matcha tea that has been meticulously screened for pesticides, heavy metals, mold, and even radioactive isotopes. Peak takes no shortcuts. Their matcha is cultivated by ninth degree tea masters in Kagoshima, Japan, using century old traditions. Their plants are shaded for 35% longer than usual to maximize the production of vital compounds like L-theanine for calm, steady energy and chlorophyll for its detoxifying anti-aging properties. I start every morning with a frothy cup of sun goddess matcha, not just for energizing my body, you know, we all want to get that caffeine kick, yeah, okay, but for the amazing gut health, metabolism boosting, and antioxidant benefits. The phytonutrients nurture my digestive system, the EGCG compounds help my body burn calories efficiently, and the chlorophyll gives my skin the awesome reading. You see I'm glowing right now, right? That's because of the matcha. There's perfectly proportioned packets that are easy to mix with water whenever I need to pick me up. So easy to make a consistent self-care ritual. Peak is offering you, the Heal Thyself listener, 15% off of their sun goddess matcha, plus a free beaker and a rechargeable frother when you go to peaklife.com slash DRG. They're so confident that you're going to love it. There's even a 30-day money-back guarantee. No code at checkout. Just go to P-I-Q-U-E-L-I-F-E dot com slash DRG. You're going to get 15% off plus all those freebies. So essentially, the best way you're going to thrive because also you're a changer is to hold a vision for yourself, but hold it very lightly because you're going to keep going through this like death, rebirth, death, rebirth into a whole new version of yourself. So if you hold it, like it's like holding something, but you're, you're holding it and you're claiming that you're holding it, but you hold it lightly so it's always subject to change, always subject to, to, to shapeshift and morph. The, the, the worst thing that you could really ever do is, is copy somebody else. Mm -hmm. The thing that is your life's work is that if you like it, you do it as long as it's not harming somebody else, mm -hmm. right? So it's your uniqueness, again, is just this, this superpower that really activates within you. Um, you're here to, to plumb or plumb, like to the depth and soar to the heights, but the range on your piano keys is the highest note and the lowest note. Like, we've got some people that play within a, you know, this frame of keys, you're ding, 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 dong, 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 d
Like it's the full spectrum. Your book at the end of your life is going to be a riveting experience to devour because it is either all go or it's complete stop. Mm-hmm. Now it's really important when you're at complete stop, you give yourself permission to stop because your body will. Mm-hmm. But is your mind allowing it? Because what's happening is when you're at complete stop, you're in the gestation period of the next creative wave to hit. But it's like the battery being charged. And if you don't let it charge and you take the battery out of the charging station too soon, the next creative wave will only be 50% capacity. Wow. Got to give yourself permission to stop. So just recognize that other people, like Andre, will happily plod along, playing on these keys, and that stability is actually what helps them thrive. You are someone that is either 100 miles an hour, absolute tsunami of creative force, or nothing at all. And you get to be at peace with that without comparing yourself with anyone else, because that's the way that your genetics are set up, and it's the way that you thrive. Oh my God, you know, it's so crazy to hear this, because I intuitively have created uh, a lot of uh, space in my life to facilitate the very things that you just put words to. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy to hear it because partners in my life have said, Christian, you are like all or nothing. They're like, you are all in on everything or like you're all in on like a project or you're, you're not and then you stop. The, the thing that resonated the most is that I don't, it, like, so I'll stop, but I sh- the stories, I should be doing this. I, I can't be, I have to continue, blah, blah, blah. It's gonna mess up the Instagram algorithm if I stop, you know? <laughs> whatever, whatever stories, and, and you're right, because I, I, I take off the, the battery from, from the charger way too early. And I, I think I've been navig- I'm moving a lot through life with like 50% creativity. Yeah. Um, and boy, the alone time means so much. Um, I've, I've had situations where I lived alone and I've grown so much and became so creative. And then I live with roommates and sometimes it's very difficult for me mm-hmm. to feel like I am in a space where I'm allowing in creativity. Mm-hmm. I felt very uncreative in the past few months, mm-hmm. um, which is okay. But the changing of everything, that's so true, man. It's like, if I, <laughs> it's, it's funny, if like I do a weekend trip to, uh, to Joshua Tree, for example, and I'm in a new Airbnb, Airbnb in a new part of town, my book of like poems and like songs and and like acting performances. I'm writing and writing and writing. It's crazy. It's like I'm inspired by novelty, uh, and um, that's crazy. It's uh, honestly. I mean, and we're just scratching the surface. There is so much. It goes back to the nine month gestation period while you were in your mother's womb and her emotional process while your DNA was being formed. Whoa. It's 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 wild. If you wanted to go through a full chart, it would take us three months. Like it's wow, it's so that deep deep and rich and I still feel very much of a student of this that's why had you introduced me as a student of the gene keys because I don't think with this ever evolving consciousness that's within my self and then my projection onto this book it's always changing so mm-hmm. it's very it's impossible for my eyes to be a master of it that's the thing like with my scientific mind I still lean into if I feel things because mm-hmm. that's my intuition and into and we ain't never going to be able to quantify intuition with a formula Mm-hmm. or with a chart, or with a bar graph, or an algorithm, nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and what you read, it was really crazy. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it's like, 
that's my that's my stuff. How do you know about that? How do you know how I act? You know, like uh, day to day. You only know the Christian who shows up and kicks down a door and is like, I'm here. <laughs> but um, but that's that's so beautiful and true. So the shadow is the shadow then that you mentioned is is that is that um, not stopping? Well, the shadow is forgetting, um, forgetting it. Your um, which is so true. I'm sorry. You're right. The emotion, the emotional deafness. Uh, in in relationships or friendships, there's always, I'm so tuned into the person and I never know how I feel. You know, I've done yeah. so many ceremonies and it's the same shit that comes up. It's like, what do you want? What do you feel? The deafness to what your own internal reality is actually saying. You know, the other side of deafness is insight. It's the ability to see and feel what's actually going on. But you've got to actually start listening to it and in silence is where you'll start being able to hear it. So more silence. Mm -hmm. uh, if you did one day of silence a week, if not a month, it would be game changing. So every Wednesday is dedicated to knee day. Mm. Uh, I've, I've since uh, not honored it enough because I've, I've opened my phone, but I want to go back to having it completely off on Wednesday. Nobody could reach me morning mm -hmm. or until like early night or something mm -hmm. and have that. And I usually go to the mountains. Mm -hmm. I usually go to Topanga or Malibu and spend that time with myself. And, and for some reason, I felt that I needed that more than anything. Mm. Um, and hearing this is like, oh shit, I really do need it. It's imperative to the longevity of what it is that you're creating. Silence. Yeah. Do, do, my latest reel was when I went to Joshua Tree and I talk about silence. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't know why I feel so good. <laughs> I was like, silence makes me feel good. Yeah, and, I mean, and it's, it's right there. It's a definitely a general thing, but specifically based off of your genetics. So what keeps you healthy more than anything in your life, you need a sense of spaciousness. You may lead an extremely busy life, but you need to have an inner oasis that you can visit regularly. Yeah, just referring. Um, also, what's also supportive for you is um, within that spaciousness is um, unless you have anything in your home that is not beautiful or has a purpose, it needs to go. Beautiful or purpose. Yeah, so it's um, clutter will clog your energy flow. So spaciousness allows ah. the energy to really activate you as a change in moving things around. But spaciousness is, unless it's beautiful, it serves a purpose, then we donate it. And keeping that like energy flowing through um, your space is also going to be very supportive for your mental. Again, validated by when I left from Topanga, which I lived in a really small place. If one thing was out of place, or like let's say I had a laundry basket that needed to be folded, the whole place looked like it was a mess. Yeah. So when I moved to Venice, I threw out so many things, so many things that didn't serve me anymore. Um, and if you come to my room here, it's like, there's your altar, there's your bed, there's a mosquito catcher, <laughs> you know? Uh, doesn't look beautiful, but functional, right? <laughs> like you said, uh, but, I, but I've sort of, again, like when you're reading this, intuitively, like I see the way I carry my life and it's, it's interesting because there's no logic behind it. I just know what's been, what I yeah. like. And what I like is being reflected to me with your words. So ultimately what I say to my clients is I'm not going to tell you anything you don't already know about yourself. I'm going to reflect back to you why you do certain things mm -hmm. to give it context so that there's a deeper level of surrendering when you do it. Mm -hmm. So for example, when you're either 100% going on and you're like a wellspring of, of creativity and then you're 100% off. When you are switched off, you can go, oh, this is actually part of the next wave that's going to hit. I'm going to cancel my meetings today. I'm going to chill on the sofa. So that's a shadow. What is the, uh, the, what's the other one? The superpower? The gift. 
So we've got um, mindfulness. So mindfulness is, um, I mean, it's essentially, it's like it's a deeper understanding of how you do anything is how you do everything. Um, and a mindfulness around every small act is the very thing that builds the bigger vision. Mm. So, um, you know, if you think about like a, um, a, man, a mandala, yeah. you know, a mandala is a beautiful piece of artwork. It's super intricate. But if you look at a mandala um, from the center of, 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 of the piece of artwork, it's really just a dot and a circle and more dots yeah. and another circle yeah. and some leaves. And eventually it's super simple shape, super easy. Anyone can do it. But eventually over patience and mindfulness, it becomes an exquisite piece of artwork. That's your life. Mm. You haven't come to being where you're at right now because one giant thing happened to you. It's a byproduct of many, 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 many small decisions made with love, mm. which has led you to this conversation right now today. Mm. So the mindfulness, the forgetting, is a deafness of listening to your own internal truth, is a, um, is a disconnect from how, how you're actually feeling and trying to override it because you think you're supposed to be somewhere else, which then overrides the smaller details, which then can create like a little bit of a disconnect and, and some sort of chaos. However, if you bring the mindfulness back to from the moment that you wake up to you, you know, sitting in front of an altar or even just sitting in silence and doing breath work to then going and going into the cold plunge and doing hot therapy mm. and then placing your intention into the smoothie that you're making and then oh, drinking yeah. it and not scrolling on your phone. Imagine if your mindfulness is reborn back into this tiny mundane moment, miracles start springing out of the mundane. Mm. And this is actually when we move into revelation. And it's directly linked with your gift to people, which is bliss. You gift people the frequency of bliss when you are mindful in the small moments. It creates a very strong character in you that is unwavering, whether you're in the Midwest, in Ohio, wearing the crazy furry jacket, or you're in LA with your tribe, you are just who you are. Mm. And you make people feel bliss. So more mindfulness, and that's what I elicit out of people, is that blissful feeling. Mm -hmm. Holy moly, man. If there was my old table here, I'd flip it in excitement <laughs> right now. But now I have this really heavy one in front of me. <laughs> that one doesn't even have ledges on it. You can't even flip yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We can, like, we, can, we can give a little a kick, little yeah. <laughs> a little, like, testify kick. So Do that, it! <laughs> so, so, so to understand, then, the, the superpower is mindfulness, which elicits uh, bliss within people? Yeah, so your mindfulness, essentially, your superpower is revelation. Your mindfulness um, is your gift. And... Um, the more mindful you are within every single thing that you do, the the more you activate within your auric field the frequency of bliss that gets activated within other people. It's it it's it's a byproduct, it's directly connected. There's a golden thread that connects your mindfulness with the bliss you instill within other people. I see. So the more mindful I am, the more that I'm the impacting people with bliss. The bliss. That's to that's others. the gift. And vitality. Um, with the shadow frequency of dissatisfaction, of thinking you know what it's supposed to look like and then being dissatisfied with the way that it is. Forgetting, forgetting is the shadow of your life's work, forgetting that actually the most sacred thing is what is right in front of you. Mm. So disconnect with the dissatisfaction of how you think it's supposed to look and soften into what actually is. And then your vitality gets activated and the vitality is just the step before bliss, is the very thing that you instill within others, recognizing that life is my will and there's thy will. It's just not going to go the way that you planned it. It's just not. Mm -hmm. 
Can you soften and trust in your remembering on the other side of forgetting that everything is interconnected, the most sacred thing is what is? When it comes to forgetting, that's one thing I do remember. I think it was with my mom's death, I saw very quickly that the best laid plans sometimes never come true. Mm. So for me, it was like, if I plan, if I want to create something in my life, I stay focused on, I want, to, I want this to happen. I, I, am, I am like putting myself in position for this to happen. How it happens, where it happens, if it happens, is out of my hands. Mm -hmm. So I, I've, I've done a lot of work on surrendering mm -hmm. to what I want and what really happens. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm okay. There's an okayness with me. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes to the point where it's just like maybe dismissive, like, yeah, it's fine. It, it is what it is. But I I've, I've really feel like I've gotten past that shadow. The forgetfulness and the, being in touch with the emotions and like how I, what do I want? That's a, I can feel that that's mm -hmm. the biggest shadow because mm -hmm. it keeps coming up in every ceremony. Mm -hmm. Something is telling me deeper that this is, this is your stuff, man. So ultimately how the, like I said before, the gene key works with the frequency bandwidth. Say for example, you and I could have the same gene key and I could be sitting on a lower frequency and you could be sitting in the same gene key but on a higher frequency. That is the difference between who's done the work or not. Right? Mm. So the work is that you've had certain life experiences that present itself that has allowed you to release expectation, which has allowed you to move into the vitality and the bliss or the dissatisfaction. Um, and so that's the necessary life experiences that seem really, really tough and like, why the heck is this happening? But what it's ultimately doing is giving us a tool for later on in life that we now say, I'm operating at a higher octave because this happened and I went through the shadow into the gift. Mm. Man, I'm still thinking about that piano. When you talk about octaves, I thought about that dramatic <laughs> piano. If anyone is born in this world with a dramatic piano, you better believe it's me. <laughs> I've played the highest note, and you better believe I played the lowest note. And I've made some really cool songs on it, too, you know? <laughs> and what about the CD, the, 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 the thing, the, the enlightenment? Is there a... Is so, essentially... She's smiling, everyone. That's for the, for the listeners. She's got a big <laughs> smile on her face. The ones I'm smiling. <laughs> Oh, wow, I didn't even see this part. Okay, so your radiance is also born from silence. So, yeah, and your impact. So when you take a Wednesday off every week, your impact is going to be way more exponential than if you didn't take a Wednesday off because of how charged the battery is. We talked about that before. And then also you have in your attractor field, which is essentially, the again, it's just reinforcing it, the magnetic field you have around you, your city, the, the enlightened state, the highest state is exquisiteness with the gift of style. Whoa, is that what it says? Yeah. Exquisiteness with the gift of style. Yeah. When I'm tapping into, basically when I'm a puppet of the universe, basically flowing through me, downloading, when I'm in Albert Einstein mode, <laughs> you're, telling Albert me, Einstein mode. you're telling me I'm Albert Einstein just with a little more style? Is, um, that what it, is that what it means? Yeah, so essentially there's a shadow frequency of mediocrity that can play, which says, and it's specifically around love relationships, um, that is saying... Um, Maybe I'm unworthy, or who am I to do this? Or like kind of, you know, unworthiness, or oh, checking in on yourself, telling yourself that there's something mediocre about you. Um, actually, that's just a story. And on the other side of that story is your style. It's actually your style that um, is very magnetic, specifically in love relationships, because it's in what we call your Venus sequence. And on the other side of the style is exquisiteness. So your pull towards those that are attracted to you is based off of your exquisiteness, is based off of your style. Mm. So the very thing that we were talking about before that was a thing that, that, um, 
uh, made people laugh at you in school because you wore something different. Right. Is the very thing that actually attracts your love partners to you is based off of how much permission can you allow your style to breathe. Wow. No way. Yeah. I never, well, one thing I, I never thought that that the girls who were way out of my league dated me because I was handsome. I always thought it was because, because of the swag that I came with, right? I always knew that. Um, but but it, it, it's, it's so true. It's so true. Like, so many of the, uh, my relationships started off in a place where I first met them, where I was the fullest expression of myself. Now, that expression changed over the years, mm-hmm. right? But it was at the Jersey Shore with, like, backwards hat and like red, like a bright red uh, jacket with like blue pants and an earring, you know, and like, hey, who are you? I'm like, oh, hey, who are you, you know? And it's, it's been an iteration of that mm-hmm. throughout, throughout time. And it's so comforting to hear that like, what makes me happy is also my, C, my CT, mm-hmm. right? That yeah. is my path for being, really being the conduit to, to, to Earth's energy, to, to life energy, to universe energy. The CT has to be irresistible. It's irresistible. Specifically designed for you, the most irresistible way that it's so irresistible that fear doesn't have a place at the table anymore. It doesn't have a... Not- I'm gonna go. I'm planted on this giant rock hurling through space at millions of miles an hour, held into orbit by a giant ball of fire. Why would I not be the most wild, radical human that plays every key on the piano? Yeah. Because of fear? I'm not gonna lay on my deathbed and go, I'm so glad that I listen to fear and I didn't allow myself to express what my heart wanted to since I was a kid. No, I'm gonna lay on my deathbed and say, I put as much paint on that canvas as possible. I put all of the colors, I put all of the textures and I lay on my deathbed going, I feel great. Onto the next. Onto the next. I squeeze it all, (laughs) all the juices everywhere. And I left love in my wake and I left people feeling loved and feeling inspired and I used my words to improve the silence and I did necessary all the necessary means that I could to say sorry when I realized I was out of integrity and to do what it was that I could to correct my wrongs in the way that I turn it into growth. Mm. I have juiced as much marrow out of that life's experience as possible and now I'm ready for what my karma has has pent up in this lifetime for the next because it's karma that's actually a feather bed. Wow. Oh man. Blue you blew me. Blue you blew me away. <laughs> <laughs> and if I had a rhyme for this I really would but I'm at a loss for words because uh, I'm overwhelmed with feeling versus logic, and that's where my raps come from, from the logic, sometimes from the heart. Thank you uh, for taking the time to read my Gene Keys. For uh, It was really enlightening for me, but also everyone out there uh, gets to understand me more. And maybe, maybe if you resonated with any parts of my map, Gene Key map, it might be the same just for you. Mm-hmm. So I would highly recommend get on the website, genekeys.com. Yeah, check it out on the website and just read your free, it's free, you know, you just read your summary. Free summary. Um, yeah, and it'll just tell you in a summary term what you're here to do, what you're here to learn, what keeps you healthy and what fulfills you. And I think part of my mission in this life is just one fractal of the diamond is um, is to get the message of the jinkies out uh, to as many ears and eyes as possible because I really believe in this technology and I really believe in um, in a context to allow the lifeless energy. It's like it's like a river. You know, we've had the river bed and we've got the water flowing through. It, it, it flows and it, and it can go to certain designated areas where if 
if you don't have a riverbed, aka a context, and you just have a lot of water, it seeps into the soil and it feeds what we call the fear of wasting our potential in yeah. this life. If we have context for what already is, then we can go way more focused, like laser. If you just, with water, if you put it through a tiny hole and put a large amount of pressure through it, it can cut like glass. Like mm -hmm. it's like super powerful. However, if if it's just sort of sprinkled out, then it's actually not as potent. So if we have context, we can be way more powerful. And it's not saying there's anything outside of us that we need to do. It's a permission of deepening what already is. So true. And I have my context right now. You better believe when I re-listen to this episode, I'm going to have my whiteboard open. I'm going to be writing in every single corner, little lines and goes this, shadow, do less, enlightenment, more of this with lines going in there. And it's going to point to my closet. And, and really, it's just like, it feels good to uh, know that the things that I've had feelings about and intuitions about or just kind of like created habits around were all for a reason. Mm -hmm. And it was something deeper within me that was talking to me and saying, no, this feels good, this doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. Do more of this. And it's like beautiful to now have context and validation and affirmation from it. Um, but you're, you do wonderful work with this. And aside from that, you do wonderful work in the world. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I have been the biggest fan of you since uh, we met and, and we did our ceremony and then we're just sitting down goofing around because we both vibe on that humor and being really childlike and in many ways, quote unquote, immature. But there's, it is what like, it is. It's fine, like moments in gatherings where like everyone's, you know, like connecting. Very, and very serious. Sitting next to each other and we're like, <laughs> Like me again, hey, different yeah. gathering, same energy. <laughs> if there's anyone that I know I can laugh with, it's it's you. And uh, where 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 is everyone going to be able to find you on your work? So I am pretty active on social media on Instagram um, at Blue of Earth B L U because blue apps actually represent is um, my life's work in the Gene Keys is beauty. And um, if you were to summarize the life's work down, it's to restore beauty, love, and unity on the planet. And so that's where blue comes from, B-L-U. Um, and so uh, blue of earth, B-L-U of earth. Um, and then over there, you'll just find everything that's going on. I also have fluorescence.earth, which is the mystery school that is online, but also we're working in person. That's work for women specifically. And then also the Deja Vu podcast, mm. which is one of my favorite offerings to date and it's just again it's very similar to this sit down have a chat with a good friend yeah peel back some nuggets of wisdom talk about all the different taboo topics that um make certain people cringe in their seat but also like illuminating it and bringing light into those areas that we kind of shun away at the dinner table with our parents yeah. so this uh -huh. is the place for deja blue podcast from psychedelics to sex magic to uh, menstrual blood to um to hip-hop freestyles by me Freestyle if you want. We did no, it. We, we did. did do it. So I got you freestyle. You got me freestyle. So everyone, uh, yeah, the Deja Blue podcast is awesome stuff. We did one show. We're scheduled to do another on your new set. So yeah. I'm ready to do it. I'm yeah, really excited. Yeah, I got a new set and it's really cool. It's a beautiful set. You inspired me to do this new set. Are you kidding me? Really? So thank you, Blue, as always, uh, for coming on the show. You're going to be back here. You ain't leaving. There's not going to be a New Year's ball drop without you being back on here. Um, I, know, I know everyone loved you. And thank you for taking the time to read my Gene Keys. I appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. There's so much more. We can just keep peeling it back throughout our friendship. All right, everyone. That is Blue. Uh, stay tuned for another episode. Man, didn't I tell you the blue was going to blow you away?
away, she blew me away. It was amazing information. And to feel the energy of someone so embodied and really wanting to change the world for the better is so empowering and encouraging. And it's within all of us. So I just want to let you know, Heal Thyself listeners, you all are beautiful. I got so much love for you. Thank you for showing up as always, rating, reviewing, subscribing. And we are on the new set for this year. And we are coming with so many good shows from this point on, as always. Thank you all.